folks, welcome to Stephen Runs Vegan. My name is Stephen, I'm the host, I do run vegan, and thank you for tuning in. I'm not going to go on too long. This podcast should have been up yesterday. I tried to do it every Thursday, but New Year's and travel and I'm back to work a little bit, so just lost track of time. That Those days between Christmas and New Year's when you don't know where you are or what day it is or anything. But here we are, Happy New Year, we made it. It's 2021. Not everything is going to be fixed because the calendar has, calendar has changed, but something to be positive about, right? We can put that awful year behind us and hopefully there's there's light at the end of the tunnel. There's some goodness on the horizon. But yeah, related to that, I have a very interesting chat with a new friend of mine, a fellow runner here in Harlem, Niels. Niels is at Boys Do Cry on Instagram and maybe other social medias as well. I'm going to find wherever he is and link it below. But I wanted to get in touch with somebody who had corona, who had COVID-19 and can live to tell the tale because I find a lot of the time people talk about it as if it's black and white, as in, oh, I'm young and healthy, I'm not going to die, or I'm not going to get it at all and I'll be fine. Like, there's no in-between. They talk about the death rates and, oh, but more people are getting it now, but less people are dying. Like, Yeah, it's, it's not one or the other. You can be in the middle and suffer. And I've heard that story kind of casually read about it online, friends of friends, that kind of thing. And I wanted to talk to somebody. Niels is a you know young, fit, healthy, good uh, good runner, like he's in good health. And he happened to get COVID. And I'm not going to say it again. I'll let, I'll let him t- tell the story better than I can. But I talked to him about the effects of it the initial effects, the more longer-term impacts that he struggled with, and his thoughts and feelings about what's going on at the moment in general. So, Niels, thank you very much for coming, getting on the call with me. It was a really enjoyable chat, and once this is all over, hopefully we'll be able to meet and go for a run in Harlem and enjoy ourselves. And I do hope everyone listening has something to get from my chat with Niels today. So thank you very much. Happy New Year once again. Oh, and finally, you can find my podcast on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts. It's up the main biggest podcast streaming player app thing. And it took me so long. I had to jump through so many little hoops to just get it verified to put it on Apple Podcasts. But now you should be able to find, search Stephen Runs Vegan on all your podcast players, Google, Spotify, Apple, any of the apps that you have, Podbean. And you'll be able to find my podcast. And wherever you find it, you should be able to download, subscribe, like, review, share, any of that good stuff would be a great help. So that's enough self-promotion from me. Without further ado, my chat with Niels. Yes, hello, welcome guys. Thank you very much for listening. I'm here with Niels, Niels van Gent, also known as Boys Do Cry. He's a, a runner, um, someone I've met through a mutual friend who's in the Harlem area running scene. But I wanted to get Niels on specifically to talk about the COVID situation, Corona. And I know everybody's probably sick of it. And I've mentioned it quite a few times on my podcast already. But I really think it's important to for people to realize the difference between the the assumption is clearly either you get it and you survive or you die and that there's nothing in between. And then you can be healthy or you can be a statistic and in reality, you're hearing a lot of stories about suffering more long-term health problems, long COVID, fitness and athletic performance being affected. So I, I, I'm, I've been very lucky, I think, in that I've avoided uh, getting any uh, positive case of corona or certainly no effects. If I did have it, I don't know. So I wanted to talk to someone who's been through that experience and came out the other side, but 
has a story to tell. So, Niels, thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you. Yeah, so I'm Niels. I'm a runner since uh, forever, <laughs> I think. Nice. Uh, no, I started at a, at a young boy as uh, on athletics. Uh, so I've always been focusing on uh, the 400 meters, some high jumping. And then I uh, went into uh, to college and, um, yeah, well, like everybody knows that college is scary and boring and uh, doing uh, healthy stuff and, uh, <laughs> and so much more to uh, explore. So I went to... Uh, to do don't, don't do anything at all and um but the running was always a part somewhere in the in the, in, in the back of my in my head and as well sometimes i was running and maybe once a year the uh dump to dump lope in uh in amsterdam and since 2014 i guess i decided to uh, become more serious again yeah and um and now it's getting too serious. So. <laughs> I, I want to just a little bit about your running background before we get into anything else. You, yeah. you, you class yourself as a sprinter growing up as, as a younger guy. And are you still into the more fast, short distances? Or have you developed your running uh, any further? Uh, well, basically, I, I still like every, every aspect of, of running. So it's for uh, a fast 5K or um, even... Uh, uh, I did this Corona solo 3K uh, this um, this summer. Okay. So I still like to uh, the fast sprints, but um, I build up to uh, to, to marathons. So I'm do uh, do as well marathons at the moment. Wow, nice. So no, yeah, but all fast. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I think that's. I think not, that... uh, I'm still not able to become a fun runner. I'm just really like to uh, to challenge myself to. Uh, wow. I think faster. you you and I have very different uh, priorities when it comes to running. I I love it long and slow and chill. I'm not I'm not the competitive sprinting type. But hey, I, I tell any, anybody yeah, who listens. Yeah, what, just in my in my feeling that I have to push myself to uh, to 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 reach uh, those goals I ever set, and then uh, I yeah. think I achieve most of them, or I think all of them. So. Nice, nice. And now it's time for very long and very slow. I don't know. <laughs> there's and there's no wrong answer. That's the beautiful thing. For me, that makes me happy, and your way makes you happy. And whatever gets you, you put your shoes on and get out the door is the correct answer. Yes, exactly. So cool. So um, as I mentioned in the intro, you, I got, I was put in touch with you because you were unfortunate enough to have a positive case of uh, COVID nineteen uh, this year. More than once, you're telling me now. Can you give me a little no, bit? No, of, no, 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 no. Sorry. Well, I, no, 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 not myself. I, I, I had it once, and yes. the other ones are only quarantined just to be to be sure because I was in contact with people or who uh, no, no, luckily not not that much. Okay, uh, that's that's an important. One time point. was enough, I think. Um, <laughs> only the, uh, the only disclaimer that I I had in in my case, I I, I went through the COVID, but uh, there was no official testing because it was not possible in Netherlands if you would, didn't have fever or we were not into uh, a severe hospital care. Yeah. Um, so it so was early, I, sorry, it was early in 2020, in the beginning of the. Yes, in March. Yeah, wave. beginning of March. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I ran. Uh, I ran the uh, CPC with the city Pier City run in uh, in the Netherlands in the Hague. Mm -hmm. uh, in the summer in the beginning of March, already didn't feel that well, but just like some coughing and just um, some small flu. What is my my ID, but I was measuring temperature all the time and uh, didn't see anything. Just just to be sure that I, during racing, I would not push myself on uh, while I was having a uh, fever. But nothing in in that case. And then uh, 
the the day after or yeah the day after i ran a perfect race it was going very well so not nothing on feeling weak or whatever so i didn't feel that well so i decided to um uh, to stay at home and, uh, and to become uh, fit again and uh, and i thought that just because uh, i didn't have any any specific covid uh, uh complaints like fever or or, or um, um the or smell and taste breathing. no nothing smell and taste and not difficulty breathing um, so I stayed at home and I noticed some differences, like in that I had burning lungs, like burning spots in the lungs. Mm. And I uh, had a, a, a weird headache, like just behind the eyes. So it was like, like difficult, different than normal, like when it's more coming from stress or from, uh, from tension in the shoulders. Yeah. So I just uh, uh, decided to stay at home. And then on Friday, that, that Friday after, I heard that my colleague had exactly the same symptoms. So as well the lungs and the and the lungs and the and and, and the headache. Well, um, then for me it it was kind of clear. Yeah, I was going to ask. Did you know from the first moment? Did you just have a feeling in your in your gut in your heart that you were? No, it was, it was, it was, it was more that I noticed that was, something was different. Like the, the like we right. say that the, the the burning spots in the lungs and the in the headache was like not normal for like just a fever. Just normal. You expect that it goes. My fever. I know a little how they go. Like it's going to be. Mm. Uh, hurting throat and, and then some coughing and then within a couple of days it's getting less but this time it's stayed so on Friday I heard that my colleague had the same so I, for me it was kind of clear that it was more than just a, just a fever um, yeah. I tried to contact the uh, uh, well that, the doctor but testing was not possible so we tried to um, just stay at home till the uh, um, symptoms went, went down well, that basically took for some kind of week, one and a half week, two weeks maybe. Uh, then I felt better. It's like okay, a little bit better. I'm, I'm just go for uh, for a run again. And then uh, I ended up with like after the run with with very heavy burning lungs. And then uh, I got very very tired. So I was uh, mm-hmm. um, um, well, I I was at home anyway, but uh, because of the lockdown, because uh, in in the meanwhile the lockdown started in uh, in in the first lockdown in uh, in Netherlands, so I stayed at home and uh, well I had the kids at home and was uh, uh, yeah the, <laughs> it was t- very tired so I was <laughs> watching the kids and and together with my girlfriend uh, watching the kids and in the meantime when I you know we had just made a schedule of you know two hours on two hours off and in the hours I had to sleep because I couldn't uh, I couldn't be up for uh, for a whole day. Wow. Um, uh, and difficulty handling stress, like uh, with, for example, with the kids, just to uh, immediately a headache, and I was like, I was just like, so I had to uh, step out and uh, and go back to my room again. That's that's interesting to me because we all know now about the initial symptoms, the the breathing problems, the energy, the um, loss yeah. of senses. But I've heard a lot of people, or I've heard a few cases where it, it affects them in different ways going forward, and it's obviously it's a it's a new virus still in the world so we're we're still learning but the fact that you say it affected so much more than just your respiratory system that it was your your thinking your energy levels it was much more yeah. just affecting all of your life and i have i don't have kids but i've heard from enough uh, friends and family who have young children that lockdown with kids is, is already hard and then certainly if you're only operating on a limited amount of your capabilities that must have been very difficult how long did the um it was mainly difficult as well because of the 
besides the symptoms you have and the the it was as well the worrying what, what is it going to bring what is it going to be because I, I i was clear that i was not having the the, the heavy the heavy situation like difficulty breathing and 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 so, and so on it was kind of yeah difficult to to don't don't know um where it was going and of what course. the long-term effects going to be so i was kind of yeah being a, run, a runner worried about it as well that's what I was going to ask. Do you do you think, with the fact that you're quite young and athletic and healthy overall, was that a big influence in recovery and in in fighting this virus? I, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of hard to say. What do you say? It's mm. it's difficult because it's it's so much unclear. On on and I I still hear more cases around me which people have hardly any effect. So yeah, I, I don't. I, being a runner it's like it's it, it's or being healthy it brings different uh, differences anyway because you know i am healthy and i am a runner but i'm also <laughs> i was also uh, working to a uh, to a marathon in uh, in april i was going to run the london marathon so oh, i was also building up for that one so of course your 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 uh, immune system is is weaker because you are somewhere on the top of your possibilities running so. yeah definitely you know what is healthy if you're uh, if, if you're uh, one month away from a marathon yeah. I, I heard somebody say once on a podcast that um if he if the person was not asked about his health and if he's feeling sick in the week before a marathon then he didn't train enough so like, if someone's yeah. not questioning my i'm looking too skinny or i'm uh, something's wrong then obviously i didn't do enough with training work so that's definitely yeah. part of it yeah it's, it's, it's really because it's yeah the, the, the weeks before it's just you know you know your your immune system is going to be weak so it's uh so i don't know always people say yeah, you're a runner and you're healthy it's like yeah but you know i'm still yeah doing much more than i should do uh <laughs> also on always on the on the edge so it's uh, exactly and that's the, to the benefit of peak performance, but to the cost of overall health. And for that's the sacrifice we choose to make because it's a lot of fun and it's a wonderful thing oh, to, yeah. do, to do with your life. But you do have to keep in mind, I recently ran an ultra marathon, well, an ultra uh, run with my friend. And yeah, the next few days, you're just so weak, uh, not just se sensitive. You can just feel your body's recovering and you're, I, I was tremendously proud of what I did. We ran 60 kilometers together, but we also know like it's, it's not ideal. This is not what the body wants. It's what the brain wants in my case. And, and it's worth yeah. it. So you, yeah, there, you can be generally fit and healthy, going to the gym, doing yoga, running regularly. And that's perfect. That's great for your immune system. I think everybody these days should try and yeah, have some right. fitness as an insurance against what's going on at the moment. But when you take it to our level, the extreme performance, it, yeah, we know what we're getting into, and it's it's what it's the price of entry. It's it's worth it. <laughs> exactly, it's worth it. Yeah, for the for the personal performance, for the social community aspect, and that's what we do. Uh, we're we're a little bit crazy, but we love it that way. We wouldn't change it. So I want to know about the the symptoms. How long did the initial illness, if you want to call it that, last? And do you still feel effects to this day with, with the, like the longer term impact? Well, uh, that's difficult. Uh, no, it, it took about for me approximately 10 weeks that mm -hmm. I was out, at, especially 10 weeks uh, out of work. So I was what we also, what I also heard later is like there became more um, information that, that there's all, there was also a group that had 
uh, pretty mild symptoms, but for a very long, uh, long period. Yeah. Yeah. For 10 weeks. So it, after 10 weeks, it was for me sure that I, uh, that is that uh, the burning in the lungs was, was staying the longest. So that was, uh, was gone. I, yeah, well, that was mainly it. So that, 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 that was, a, was a long, a lot, one of the last symptoms. And I called a couple of times, uh, the doctor like, okay, how long, when should I be become more worried on, on trying to take, uh, uh, any, any scan or any, any pictures. Um, but, uh, so it took for me approximately 10 weeks before I was fully recovered. Wow. Uh, on, 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 on symptoms, with symptoms wise. Uh, I already decided after the weeks I was uh, I tried to do a running and I noticed that it was having an impact. I decided, okay, no more running from now on for a while. Mm. So I quit running and then I started running again with uh, just every day, short, short distance and low yeah. pace. Good. Do you feel and these days? I could, I could clearly see that my heart, heart, uh, heart rate was very high and uh, uh, during all those runs. So it was, it was kind of worrying as well to see. Yeah, what has been the impact, and and is this going to, going to be any better in the near future or whatever, or in the future either? So, uh, and these days, do you feel any impacts, any small lingering issues, or are you think you're back to the way you were before? And, and I, I feel I don't I don't have any uh, uh, noticeable impact anymore. I I, I ran the uh, virtual marathon of London in uh, in uh, in October. Oh, fantastic. Uh, Personal best, so it was like I can't say that I was like you know I I, I was able to uh, to uh, to come back. So I uh, wow. But of course, you're you're all. It's always a doubt in your head that maybe in in any case it's still uh, um, it will affect uh, or has an impact on the, on the on the health. So I, I hope not. Mm -hmm. We will see. And of course, that the mental aspect. You you are not only your body or only your brain. It's all going to be connected. But yeah, congratulations yeah. on the the PR. How how did you do? Do you mind sharing the time? Uh, it was uh, two forty four. Wow. 40. Okay, you are fast. That's amazing. <laughs> but it was uh, it was uh, it was uh, yeah. I always had a dream of uh, of running uh, uh, below a, a three hour marathon. So I did that in uh, in uh, in Berlin in eight, 2018 and Boston in 2019. But it was uh, yeah, that was a personal best by all, by nine minutes or so. So it was uh, I was happy. Berlin, Boston, and London. So there's only two more to go, right? Uh, well, uh, first I have to do the official, official London one. Okay, okay, that's very yeah, dedicated. Hope, hopefully next year. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I had uh, I joined a friend of mine in Amsterdam. She ran the virtual London marathon in the bus in the Amsterdam to bus, and she had a PR as well. as well. Oh yeah. Oh cool, cool. So I was doing uh, the uh, two big rounds in Amsterdam to bus, and then uh, uh, three small rounds around the. Uh, uh, rowing uh, course well this that sounds very similar to exactly her strategy as well so uh, I'll share the details with you another time that I'm curious to see what you did on the day but yeah amazing congratulations for that and uh, just to, to close out I think I could talk to you about running all day but I want to keep it more general for anybody who can listen if do you have anything ha having had this experience and known other people who've been through this do you have advice for people? Do you is there something a message you'd like to give to the the wider world about COVID and the effects or the, or the recommendations? I, I I think I can say along a lot of things about about but uh, what my opinion is. I'm just in in this case. I'm if it's only a flu or if it's uh, if it's uh, it means death or anything in between. It's just you know. In any case, just take it serious. I, I know what I've been, how it felt. I know what it, what it, what it did. 
in my my opinion, just take it seriously and 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 what do you say? What what are we here? Like, you know, I I should be kind of healthy uh, and 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 had an impact on me and and on my uh, personal life and as well on 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 my running life. And the other end, you know, it's it's just just try to be safe and try to try to take it seriously. And if you don't do it for uh, if you don't if you're not a believer yourself, then do it for uh, do it for uh, people around you. So. I think that, I think that last line is a great one. Very important to say. There's a lot of suspicion or you know fake news out there, but regardless, if play it safe, you know there are people, vulnerable people in the world, whether you know personally with age or health problems or not. You could just be in the supermarket and walking by somebody. I think it's really best to to be a decent human being to the people around you. If there's any symptoms at all, to take it seriously and yeah. and that's yeah, of course. It's for yourself and for uh, for your environment, people around you. Like you know, if you if you you can, I can. There's no way I have to protect myself. I just have to protect others. So I I, I can protect myself by uh, it's my own responsibility. But I, especially as people, uh, I have you have to around you. You have to protect on uh, on uh, on how you handle it. Well, I, I so, like your attitude. If more people had that, we would save a lot of lives and a lot of money and time and yeah. But hey, we are where we are. So, man, thank you so much for sharing the the details and being so honest. I do have one thing I'm curious about before you go. Um, your username, Boys Do Cry. That's an interesting one. I didn't expect that. Is there a story behind it, or is it quite obvious? Uh, well, well, the, the, the real the real story is basically that I had to come up with a name years years and years ago. Um, no, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Cure, uh, nice. and since they have a song, Boys Don't Cry, and and that sounds so. Uh, tough and I don't see myself on the, on the tough side so I <laughs> I thought it was a, 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 fun, a fun a fun side to just uh, make it boys do cry and I, th- I think it's Robert Smith has, Robert Smith has probably quite, cried quite a lot in his life yeah basically I think he is he shoots sometimes <laughs> no yeah, yeah so it's just uh, it's just a mix up of uh, of uh, some personal personality and uh, and uh, in my uh, music uh, taste Nice. Okay. So as I said, uh, you can find Niels on Instagram and maybe elsewhere at Boys Do Cry. Yeah, man, thank you so much. It's been really interesting to hear your side of the story. It's always nice to get different perspectives on this. And I hope my listeners will have some um, something to take away from this and enjoy it as much as I did. Thank you for your time. Well, thank you for uh, for the nice, the nice meeting. Uh, it was uh, a, a great to be here. opportunity to, uh, to do so. So All right. Well, I wish you a good day further and best of luck with your training and we'll keep in touch in the future. Thank you.